I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. And of course, as we roll into General Conference weekend, uh, your place to stay is right here on KSL News Radio throughout the weekend. Uh, not only will KSL News Radio cover all of the conference sessions, but in between we have some very special programming. And one in particular that uh, you really need to key into is Faith and Addiction, How Addicts Find Hope Through Spiritual Sources. Uh, And to help us break that down and give us a little preview, Casey Scott, of course, with the uh, podcast uh, Project Recovery, joins us on the line. Casey, thanks for joining us today. Hey, boy, thanks for having me. And, you know, we were talking off air and you asked me how I'm doing. And uh, my standard answer is I'm, I'm doing pretty good, better than I deserve. And life being sober is better than I ever imagined it to be. And uh, I remember like uh, three years ago, uh, you know, life wasn't good for me. And I knew I needed to change something. And I remember closing my eyes and just praying and hoping that life would get better. And it has gotten better. But back then, laying down on my back and blood running down my eyes and sirens all around me. The thing that I was hoping for was a tolerable life, just a tolerable life, and I think I will be all right. But I can tell you three years now without alcohol in my body, in my life, uh, life is better than I ever imagined. Uh, I love that, and I don't think there's anyone who hasn't been touched by addiction in some way, shape, or form, either themselves or a loved one, a family member, a community member. Uh, And I love the fact that you're bringing in this element of faith and addiction. And I love the way you frame it. Uh, You know, hope hope is is important in this whole process. Uh, Hope is not a strategy. you got to have more than that. But bringing those things together, uh, having faith, having a strategy, and having a support group around you actually does make a difference. You know, Boyd, we have people on our podcast every week. It's Project Recovery. And one thing that's a constant in all of them is that hope, that feeling of hope. Sometimes when you're in your act of your addiction, you're living on the streets, you're disassociated with your family, you don't know what life's about. But the only thing that keeps you getting up the next morning is hope. Hope that you'll be better. Hope that you can get your life back. Hope that you can get your family member. And sometimes that's all you have. So hope is very powerful. Another thing that we have on our podcast is a reoccurring theme is that it's, it's what do you want to call it? A spiritual moment, a prayer, an aha moment. Some people call it a rock bottom. But there's something in them that something speaks to them and says there is a better way and there's a way I can do this. Uh, we've had so many different people on the podcast who have said for the first time, I got down on my hands and knees and I prayed. And I prayed like I've never prayed before. You know, because I think a lot of times when people pray, you pray for some, not I don't want to say silly stuff, but just for some common stuff. But to actually get down, open your heart, be completely vulnerable and say, I need something. Uh, and we've had people where the answer was instantaneously. We've had people that have been on the podcast where the, where the answer came three months later, but they knew that was the answer to their prayers. And so what we want to talk about in this uh, special edition of Project Recovery on KSO Radio is the role of faith in recovery. And I think it's an important role, but we can't say that it's the only role you need. It's like a three-pillar approach. You've got to have 
mind, body, and soul. And if you have all three of those things, recovery is possible. But faith needs to be one of them. And I truly believe that. I believe that for my recovery. And I think it really is a, a strong, strong point to recovery. Uh, so important. I, I came across this quote the other day, and it uh, it just reminded me of where you're headed, uh, both in what you do uh, regularly with Project Recovery and what you're doing in this special uh, broadcast over the conference weekend here with Faith and Addiction. Uh, and it says this, when we no longer know what to do, we have come to our real work. And when we no longer know which way to go, we have begun our real journey. And as you were describing those moments of faith, those uh, moments where there's nowhere else to go but onto your knees, or there's nowhere else to go that you uh, can't try to tough it out on your own or solve it or fix it or self-medicate. Uh, that's really when the journey begins. It really is. You know, it reminds me of this thing that we're going to highlight on the on the radio show this weekend. He's a doctor, uh, DDS, Rod Gardner, and uh, a prominent doctor up here in northern Utah. And uh found himself in an addiction and then ended up in prison and he was in prison and they moved him to a cell with six other inmates and he said he didn't know what to do and so he thought to do the only thing he could think of and he dropped down to one knee and he started to pray and then he said he felt the bunk move next to him and as he looked over one of his bunkmates was sitting next to him praying and before he ended the prayer the bunkmate got back up into the bunk because he didn't want to know that he was praying he said the next day Everybody in that cell came to him and said, Rod, would you please teach us how to pray? And pray. And so he says, you know, and then all six of us are praying every night and every morning. And he said, for him, that's really when his recovery turned around. That's when the light hit him. And that's when he said, I'm on to something. And now he got his license back. He's still a dentist and he's working in the recovery community. And, you know, boy, I, so many times you're walking out and about and you hear people, people don't change. People don't change. And I, it makes me so furious because if you want to see people change, go to a 12-step yeah. meeting. Yes. Go to a recovery meeting, and I'll show you people who have really, really changed. Absolutely. Love that. I, I love someone once said, uh, you know, a, a leopard doesn't change its spots, but we're not dealing with leopards. We're dealing with humans. <clears throat> Excuse me. The, <laughs> the program this weekend is Faith and Addiction, How Addicts Find Hope Through Spiritual Sources. Casey Scott, thanks for joining us. We look forward to that. It'll be 4 p.m. right here on KSL News Radio. Thanks again, Casey. Love you. All right, uh, Casey Scott, that's going to be a great one over the weekend. And KSL News Radio is your home all weekend long for each of the sessions of General Conference. You can hear those here on KSL News Radio, along with special programming in between those sessions. Uh, we talked earlier uh, in the hour with Mary Richards. Uh, she has a special on the uh, renovation of the Salt Lake Temple. Casey, of course, we just talked about. Uh, I even have one of my own uh, at uh, 1 o'clock on Sunday talking about developing a listening heart uh, and so much more. We also have Carol McKeita is going to join us coming up at 2.20 to talk about uh, a special she has on KSL TV over the weekend uh, about uh, sacred images and art, uh, which is really a fascinating thing. We look forward to having Carol join us here in about 20 minutes. Uh, we're also ke- keeping our eye on our nation's capital and Capitol Hill. We watched just in the last couple of moments President Joe Biden arrived on Capitol Hill for a rare appearance there. He uh, was ushered in along with Speaker Nancy Pelosi, uh, where the House of Representatives Democratic Caucus was convening. Uh, And I'm sure they will have a very fascinating conversation there with the president, uh, dealing with uh, many people have been calling it a civil war within the Democratic Party. Some have been saying it's just a little bit of infighting and disagreement. Uh, One member of Congress, uh, Jared Huffman from California, said, no, it's none of those. It's actually just eloquent ambiguity. 
which is a new term for me, eloquent ambiguity, uh, rather than disarray <laughs> or complete chaos. Uh, we're going to keep our eye on that, and we will bring you uh, up to the minute uh, reporting on that from our nation's capital. Will there be a vote today on the bipartisan infrastructure bill that was passed by the United States Senate a few weeks ago? Is just waiting to be voted on in the House of Representatives. And, of course, uh, President Biden is anxious to get that signed as a victory and an important part of his agenda trying to move things forward. But, again, there's a lot of eloquent ambiguity going on. I'd love to be a fly on the wall uh, in that meeting today with the Democrats and President Joe Biden. We're going to step aside for top of the hour news. When we come back, Democratic strategist Joe Trippi uh, is going to weigh in on some of the things that the vice president is doing, how she's helping the president how she might be helping herself. Stay with us. Coming up next on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.